the podcast and the church said. This podcast discusses faith, mental health, church, and culture from a Christian counseling perspective. I am Dr. Monique Smith Gadsden, and I am your host for this podcast. Consider me your church counselor and consultant who is discipling the body and the members in mental, emotional, relational, and spiritual health. I am trained in both psychology and theology. We are equipped and equipping for the work of the ministry. Although I am a licensed clinician, this podcast is not intended to serve as therapy. We strongly encourage you to seek out your own personal relationship with a professional therapist. This applies also to our special guests who have opinions and professional insights and expertise of their own. Their contribution is also not to be regarded as therapy. Our aim here is to hold conversation around these important topics regarding the church and mental health. So thank you for joining us for this episode. Hello, everyone. I'm so glad to have you join us on today. Thank you all for continuing to listen and to support this podcast in the various ways that you do. I'm so appreciative of your words of encouragement that you messaged me. I thank you for um, the monetary contributions um, that I have received over time. I thank you for listening. I thank you for subscribing. I thank you for sharing. So I really, really appreciate your support of this podcast. So happy Sunday after Resurrection Sunday. I hope that you all are still basking in all of the emotions, all of them that surround the crucifixion and resurrection. And yes, I said all of them, meaning the excitement, the hope, as well as the sadness and the somberness and sometimes the loneliness and whatever else you may be feeling. Because I'm just hopeful that you are naming whatever it is that you are feeling, okay? Whether or not it's the quote-unquote good ones or quote-unquote bad ones. I usually don't like to use that those labels, but sometimes I know it helps people to understand in times of discussion. So nevertheless, whichever good, quote, unquote, or bad, quote-unquote, emotions that you're feeling, I just hope that you are naming them. Because you know, if you listen to me at all, I so often speak of emotional expression, healthy emotional expression being key to our emotional health, okay? So we just want to make sure that we kind of just reinforce that message. And um, I'm thinking of giving some examples of what healthy emotional expression looks like over time or have over time. I don't know. Well, maybe I need to do a focused episode on that because there is a difference, you know, um, in in how we do our emotional expression um, to determine our level of emotional health. All right. That's not my point today. (laughs) My point is, I just wanted to chat a little bit about these days after the resurrection. And when we study the scriptures, we read where Jesus had made several appearances after the resurrection. So in my thinking, y'all, he is the same today. 
as he was at the time of the resurrection and prior to his ascension. So personally, I am um, in a in a space where I am um, intentionally focusing and heightening, heightening, heightening my focus on Jesus really revealing himself to me. Um, what do I mean? I mean that I'm, I'm looking for him to do some miraculous things in my life. I'm, I'm just, I'm really looking for him to show up in some places where I feel like, you know, things are, are dead or the last time I visited those things, they just, there was nothing happening. It seemed as though there were, there was no life. Um, but I, I'm looking for him to show up in those places. And I'm looking for things to um, have a, a new, fresh breathing upon them, if you will. I am looking for some things to have new life in my life. I am looking for some things to be resurrected in my life. So I, I'm just, um, that's the space that I'm in. I'm excited about it. I, I feel like, um, the Lord has led me by the spirit to really um, focus in on that particular study. Um, and so I'm, I'm just following that. And I'm, I'm just hopeful that um, I will, I will see him in these places, which leads me into what I will share with you all today. I'm going to talk about, you will see him. And I'm going to read that from that same passage that we read from last week, but I'm going to add a few verses. So I'm going to be reading Matthew 28. I'm going to read verses 6 through 10, and then I'm going to read verses 17 and 18. Okay. So, and this is the Christian Standard Bible translation. He is not here, for he has risen, just as he said, come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples he has risen from the dead. And indeed, he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Listen, I have told you. So departing quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy, they ran to tell his disciples the news. Just then, Jesus met them and said, greetings. They came up took hold of his feet and worshiped him. Then Jesus told them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to leave for Galilee and they will see me there. Verse 16, the 11 disciples traveled to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshiped, but some doubted. Jesus came near and said to them, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. So remember last week we talked about, you know, being people of our word, following Jesus' example. He was a man of his word. You know, what he said is what happened, just as he said. That's what we focused in on last week. He said he was going to rise on the third day, and he did, just as he said. So 
We're picking up right there. And after he rose, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to the tomb. They met an angel who told the women to not be afraid. The angel gave them instructions to go tell the disciples that Jesus is risen and he is going ahead of you to Galilee and you will see him. Listen, I have told you. This is what the angel said to the women. And I love how the Bible reports how quickly the women moved on those instructions with mixed emotions. The Bible states that they had fear and great joy. So y'all, as I say repeatedly, we can experience more than one emotion at a time. Okay, we can. And so the women moved quickly with this fear and great joy to tell the disciples the news. And the Bible says just then, right then, Jesus met them. And so what I love about this is although they were fearful and joyful, they moved on what the angel said to them. And then Jesus himself came to them, affirming them in their obedience and confirming what they heard from the angel. Now note here that fear will sometimes be an emotional response from us. We can move while fearful, and we are still being obedient. I think that sometimes we place this emphasis on us not being afraid when we see it, when we see that it is a normal human response. So now, yes, God does speak to us about the spirit of fear and to fear not, but those statements, again, presume presume that we will be fearful at times. And so what I want us to understand is that it doesn't make us any less obedient or it doesn't make us any less faithful when we are moving in fear. I think that that's poor theology that I have heard um, spoken to me personally, as well as I can hear sometimes as the rhetoric. We're no less obedient or no less faithful when we are moving in fear. All right, let me get off that soapbox and move on to what else I wanted to say. Now, Jesus reiterated to the women to go and tell the brothers to leave for Galilee and they will see me there. So Jesus went ahead of the angel and he went ahead of the women and they saw him just as he said. I just love this. It just makes me so excited. Okay, so the disciples received the message because they traveled to Galilee where Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshiped and they doubted. So again, I, I reiterate here, we can see Jesus. We can follow his directions. We can worship him. And at times, we can doubt. However, I love 
that it says that Jesus came near. So their doubt was a doorway to get closer to Jesus. So don't let people shame you when you have doubts. Church folks, church members, let's not shame people when they do have doubts or fears. Clearly, Jesus still reveals himself to those of us who have fears and to those of us who have doubts. He reveals himself. That's all I have to say about that. And that's all I have to say today. Just as we chatted about last week, Jesus will do just as he said. And this time he said, meet him in Galilee and you will see me. And the women and and the disciples saw him just as he said. With fear, with joy, with doubts, while worshiping, Jesus said, you will see me. And so they did. And so shall we look for him because I'm really expecting for many of us to have encounters with Jesus over the next few weeks to experience him afresh and in new ways. So maybe we should consider Engaging in those disciplines of silence or solitude or contemplation and meditation. Practicing his presence, journaling, fasting, praying. See how you are led by whatever means. However, the most essential parts are to listen and to obey. And he said, you will see him just like the women whom he affirmed and confirmed what they heard of him. Just like the the disciples who believed the women. They went to Galilee. They worshiped. They doubted. That doubt drew him closer. And they saw him. And I believe you will too. Even if there are doubts. We can have fear. We can have doubts. And it says that we will see him. He will draw closer to us. We will see him, y'all. That's so exciting. It's so exciting to me and it's encouraging that I don't have to come to him with it all figured out and with this perfect posture. No, I can come to him with fear, with doubts. I can come with mixed emotions and have joy. I can worship and I can still be afraid. And he says, I'll go ahead of you So if we go where he tells us to go, he's already ahead of us. 
and he promises you will see. Until next time, let anyone who has ears to hear listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. After you have heard my call, what will be your response? And the church said.